Oh, I want to give both of you a gift. Okay. Yes. And also, this is just to show that I'm a loyal listener. Okay. Uh oh. Fuck. Let's is go. it a better bagel? <laughs> no. It's, uh, well, if he's I, a loyal listener, he knows we don't like it. Oh, that's true. That's <laughs> yeah, exactly. True. No, he's just something that. Oh, oh shit. Oh, fuck. Here you go. So, Rich uh, is now handing both Kevin and Rich, I. Rich, are these in your house? Yes. And I have, a back, <laughs> I have a backstory for that. So, if you ever come to my house, you don't have to steal them from okay, me. Okay, I'm going to set up real quick. Rich just handed us each, Kevin and I, our own bottle. Of safely, which is um, everyday laundry. Oh, uh, this is laundry detergent, and I guess. Yeah, uh, that's the laundry one, and then Kevin has the cleaner. Oh wow, oh, cleaner. Uh, Kevin, pretty sick. All right. Also, yeah. uh, you did say that you would drink it last week, so uh, <laughs> maybe we'll hold you accountable. To Shit, I'm a man of my word. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah. It does look actually not uh, when you said it. I, I I chuckled, but like it does look very tasty. Yeah, in person kind of has like an iridescent type of mm. look through the box oh bottle rather because yeah. it is yeah. slightly transparent what, yeah what's going on with this one's not transparent and that one that oh that is weird mm. do you get this because you work in the media that well these were gifted to me I, okay. I, you were talking about a bundle i actually got the bundle as a gift okay oh chris's and, favorite yeah <laughs> i <laughs> yeah exactly um well it was it was through one of their intermediaries i'm not gonna say a name um he was like hey do you want this uh, bundle of safely i was like cool i didn't even know that it was chrissy teigen and chris jenner okay um until i looked it up yeah and then uh i've started using products in my house and i okay. quite like them but that said you know um no, it's, we, we uh, listen there you go i think are, are I, they good do they work uh, use a hand sanitizer. The hand lotion's all right. I don't know if the hand lotion actually uh, is an antibacterial as well. It's unclear to me. Okay. They've got lotion? I yeah, didn't know that. they got hand lotion. Well, this is a segment is brought to you by Safely. Um, <laughs> Can we sit in next to your can lines? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, those are over there, Rich. I don't know if you saw them. Before. Three, two, one. Boom. We have today big, 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 big news. Rich, too, is breaking ground here on the podcast. He is the very first guest, the very first person that does not work for our company to talk on a microphone to come into the lion's den, aka Center Design Studio LLC, and come and join the boys to talk, talk some shit, and also just to really kind of really, really help us figure out what the hell we're going to do with guests on this program. Oh, yeah. Because I think this is as much for us as it is for you. Um, Rich is a podcaster himself. He hosts the show uh, First Generation Burden, which was a uh, Webby honoree. Yes, yes. it was. And Rich is also the vice president of digital design for the MTV Entertainment Group at Viacom CBS. Rich, yeah. welcome to the program. Hey, can I, uh, I, can I take that. a second? I just got these sound pads working, and I want to give Rich some applause. Sorry, <laughs> 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 right. volume wasn't working. Yes. Uh, thanks, y'all. Yeah, that feels real good, Kevin. That does feel really good. It feels very warm. Yeah. Kevin, I appreciate you wanna, that. You want to see what Alex else Thanks for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know this was something we could do. What else can we do, Kevin? <laughs> oh, we got a laugh track. Yes. Yeah, laugh track. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We got drops. <laughs> Oh, there we go. This changes everything. Yeah. It changes the game. <laughs> changes everything. <laughs> wow. Wow. Kev- and, and Kevin controlling these things Perfect. Is, 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 is dangerous. So, uh, Rich, welcome to the program. Yeah, welcome. Oh, hey. thanks, y'all. This, I mean, this is amazing. Well, Alex, thank you so much. I mean, I was bugging on social media. Yes. I, and I don't really like to bug people to get on their podcast. <laughs> but I got to say, just because and we were talking about it earlier, who knows if it's going to stay in. But I, I just 
look forward to this type of conversation, getting in a hot mic with hot takes. Because uh, yeah. also on my podcast, it is there is a social justice angle to it. Yes. So I don't always get to incorporate this type of conversation into Correct. it unless it's based on the guest. So yes. if anything... The fact that we can be topical, kind of off the cuff, and speak specifically about our skills oh. is something that, w- oh, that yeah. we can speak educatedly about, but also kind of be possibly shitty about it. I'm down. Yeah, yeah we're shooting from the hip. Yeah, no, Rich, uh, this podcast has no activism. Yes. <laughs> just, just absolutely nothing. It's not for any good, it's not for a good cause at all. I will uh, say that if anybody gets too out of pocket, we, uh, we'll, you know, we'll hit it in post. We're not going to, the only person that gets done dirty is Alex. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Kevin Lewis. But not, not too dirty. Not yeah, too dirty. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. But no, we were super excited to have you on and you did ask to come on, which is the best way to get on the podcast <laughs> for those people listening. If you want to come on the podcast, just ask me twice. Perfect. Yeah. That's exactly right. And to be honest though, Rich is a perfect guest because he totally understands what we're doing here, which is having fun, talking yeah. about design, yeah. like not taking anything too seriously. And Rich and I, uh, we go way back. We do. Yeah. We, we just figured out that we, Mad at a vitamin water party. Yeah, we, we almost eat. no. We had a we had a sliding doors moment at okay. a vitamin water party. 2014. 2014. Run the, run the jewels. Shout out to us. Yep. <laughs> Shout out to us. Killer Mike getting on the mic and saying that uh, reminding everyone that it was hip hop and they could have fun because there's no alcohol involved. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the fader. It's their fault. So oh, was it really? You yeah. That's five like p.m. Yeah. That's five p.m. concert. <laughs> five p.m. concert. Post Meridian. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Of course. Be- be- beautiful time for sure. Was show. that a cornerstone thing? Yes. Yeah. So fader did like this uncapped series for us. Yes. And there were some really wonderful nights of my life. Um, I tell uh, people this all the time. I, I saw one night there was Frank Ocean and Bonnie Vare in Whoa. Like a church. What? Get out of here. And it was like. What church? Uh, some Lower East Side, you know, sort of like downtown. Manhattan. Oh, was it um, uh, the one that they do the American Illustration American Photography Party? I couldn't tell you because I don't know what that is. But um, there was a church. That Frank Ocean. So the concept of the shows was that like we had like unexpected pairings in unexpected places. Yes. And like there was maybe like 300 people there. It was right before he dropped like Channel Orange. Oh, and wow. It was, like, uh, he, he had he had uh, that mixtape out. Right. Which is. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. Um, Future nostalgia. Or, yes. Um, yes, there yes, yes, oh, yes. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, nostalgia oh Ultra. Yeah, close. Nostalgia Ultra. Very close. But yeah. um, yeah, it was one of one of one of those nights where you're like, oh, working for a corporate company is actually really really dope, and working for a company, uh, you know, sort of that throws events and things like that. So, Rich, transition there. Yeah, there you go. What do you do at MTV? Like, uh, help explain to us what a vice president of digital design uh, does. That's a great question. Um, you know, my day to day is a bit varied. Um, obviously in the pandemic. My workflow has kind of adjusted as is everyone else. I was telling these guys that I started going to the office like a, a month ago because we could actually enter the office. And like, I just wanted some of my stuff back, to be quite honest. Like, I <laughs> I like I like contacts just sitting on my desk and like, you know, probably like some sort of loose banana peel that like yeah. the, the core maintenance facility team, which is amazing. They're probably just like very nicely cleaned up for me because we all thought we were going to be back two weeks later. Got right? it. Right. Yeah. 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 I remember. I wasn't even legally allowed to enter the building. Wow. Yeah. So, so there was some stuff that you just like literally left in haste and you were just like. Oh yeah, that that that. Oh yeah, that thing. That 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 checkbook. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, or something, exactly. You know, I don't. People don't write. Yeah, no, totally. That uh, oh, that wood pencil from DNAD. I'd okay. want to yeah. make sure that I never lost, so I Got could it. wear it like around my neck, like Flava Flav, to That's get right. my uh, <laughs> my uh, my under bronze medal. Um, but yeah, so. <clears throat> 
uh day to day like i'm a people manager and also uh, i work as within a project management space okay Uh, we do have uh, a lot of steady workflow for the brands where we uh where we create the look and feel and so we help curate the way that the brand uh entertainment group shows up in multi-platform spaces and the mtv entertainment group is composed of nine brands it's a house okay so it's mtv vh1 cmt logo comedy central um, Smithsonian Channel, Paramount Network, as in Yellowstone, uh, Pop TV, and TV Land. So Damn. it's a lot of brands, and I think that the, um, the the brands that have the largest presence in terms of like where my ecosystem lives, MTV for sure, because I started there four years ago as their VP of brand design, okay, uh, specifically for MTV, working on stuff like Spring Break. Um, I helped rebrand TRL back Ooh. in 2017. Yes. Um, can you explain to Kevin what TRL is? So there was a time when hey, there was I an know, individual. I know TRL. Okay, gosh, I know TRL. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> the Mr. Daily. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, that's that's kind of what we do, and then um, also I do other larger scale projects by virtue of the position I'm in. So something that's like a cross corporate initiative across org, something like hashtag Alone Together, which we started at the beginning of the pandemic, which is a more of a I would say conservative aesthetic, which was uh, paired with uh, the Ad Council, but that's had across all of Viacom, CBS, including Nickelodeon, BET, and CBS after like James Corden and stuff. So I designed that. Um, I wow. designed that look and feel, and um, Let's see. Right now we're working on the Video Music Awards and that's public because that is happening on August. No, no, I'm sorry. September 12th, which is a Sunday. Mm. Um, New York, LA? New York at Barclays. Ooh, fun. In Brooklyn. Do you get to go? Uh, Yes, in theory. theory. Yeah, Yeah, depending on, you know, depending on what the what the Delta Airlines is of it all. So MTV, Viacom, big giant company, lots of brands inside, lots of properties inside of those brands yep you sit at the top in um, your I glass would, tower I would say I'm glorified middle management <laughs> <laughs> you're, really, you're really selling yourself Rich. i like yeah. it uh, i also did a bad job of uh, of setting you up outside of your job you're oh, yeah. a designer illustrator yes podcaster yes i already said that speaker dancer incredible dancer oh thank you yes and i um I did b-boy for a couple of years. Uh, I, w- I was a competitive b-boy back in the day. That's yeah. so sick. Yeah, back when I was in college. And I'm 40, 40 years old. So this no, is No, you're like, not 40. Shut up. I am. I no am. way. So I'm 40 years old. And like back in Whoa. like 1998, like 2001-ish in my, my undergrad years when I went to Rutgers, I was like really, we, me and my friends, um, shout out to EDK. We also rolled with Rocco Finesse was the Jersey crew. We would go Whoa. up and down the Eastern Seaboard, like New Jersey, like Delaware, Virginia, you know, and just Damn. kind of, kind of hit up the the college competition circuit alongside being, you know, I've, I've competed in um, the uh, Zulu anniversary. What? Yeah, which was oh, I remember who DJed that? Like, oh, Bambada DJed that actually. Although Bambada is kind of a he's lightweight canceled now in twenty twenty one, which is interesting. Um, and uh, yeah, I, you're I, real hip hop. Oh you, yeah, you were like. Uh, Oh yes. yes. When Killer of. Mike was like, "Hey, by the way, this is hip hop," I yeah, acknowledged. Yeah, like, you're yes, like, "Oh yes." You're like, "I know the basic <laughs> elements of hip hop." <laughs> so yes, Killer Mike, I acknowledge your hip hop. Wow, this is amazing. Damn, uh, what made yeah. you? Uh, what made you hang it up? Why weren't you uh, still b boy? Um, you know, you, if you look at b boys now, like you look at going back to the MTV, like America's Best Dance Crew, like shout, uh, shout out to Jabberwockies. Oh yeah, shout um, out. yeah, shout out to Jabberwockies. Also, Rainin. Big listeners of the program. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> So shout out to them. And uh, if you look at their body types, their body types are, they tend to have like a lot of them are, are skinny and lithe, 
which I'm not. Uh, my bone structure and my bone density is a little bit thicker than theirs. And also even my um, my my physicality just doesn't lend itself towards like that type of sustainability. Like, wow. like I'm, I would say I'm too big for it now to do what I, in my head I want to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I still, I, but I dance like an old man. Um, and also my, my feet are too big. I have like a size 11 foot. Damn. I wouldn't say you dance like an old man. I saw, uh, I saw some clips you posted in pandemic, like literally. Oh this yeah, year. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 You broke it yeah. out. Yeah. You, you yeah. took it. That was insane. Yeah. I, yeah. You I still will, got it. Uh, ish. Yeah. But that way, well, every time I go to a, a jam, people will be like, oh yeah, old school. And I'll, I'll hear it. Like where I'll, I'll jump into a circle and then like these kids will be like, oh yeah, oh, I love that old school style. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> where do you, <laughs> like, oh, that hurts my core. Where do you go to a hip hop jam? Like, where does that happen? Like, That's like, in the boogie down Bronx? Like uh, <laughs> in a time machine? Like what do they do? They put down a piece of paper on the ground and like cardboard and someone comes out to the corner and DJs in the park. Like what, what year is this? Actually, well, there was a park jam that actually Red Bull, had like a presence in that was a couple of weeks ago. That was in Brooklyn, small park, very small venue. But then it was associated also with uh, the Red Bull BC One competition, which is like one of the foremost like one on ones, and it's also international. And so I will go to those, and those also are the um, in New York. They are the spiritual successor to the Roxanne Anniversary Jams, which are the big summer jams out here. Okay. Yeah, and also small college jams will just be like, I just want to get down. Rich, another question I didn't know the answer to. Yeah. Um, where did you grow up? I grew up in New Jersey. Okay. Grew up in South Orange, New Jersey. Got it. Uh, parents are uh, Filipino immigrants. Immigrants. Okay. Yeah. Came here from the Philippines in 1969 ish. Cool. Met here in America, and I'm uh, one of their many uh, byproducts. I knew you were New York adjacent. Jersey makes sense. I, I, it wasn't like, oh, he's from California. Oh yeah, I also get California too. Do you? On occasion. I just you have like a very New Yorker like. I appreciate that spirit. I think that's something. that makes you feel good. Yes. Um, yeah, in Jersey, I'm from Long Island. So Jersey, Long Island, they're like, we're both technically suburbs. Of, 516 of New York. Yeah. There you go. Yes. Yeah, so, um, you know, I know my area codes. We're pretty much like, uh, me and ludicrous. Yes. Right there. <laughs> we're, we're basically like one in the same. We're both not like true, true New Yorkers. Yes. Like we didn't grow up in like, you know, going to like PS like you, 107. Or no, some totally. Shit, you like know? you, yeah, you would take the LIR Correct. and I would take the NJ transit. Correct. Yeah. To, to Midtown to, and yeah. try to do something cool and then go back home. Yeah. Just like, wow, that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> to try to get into like the McDougal Ale house with like a fake ID <laughs> when I was like 16 or something. Exactly. Or go to like Grace Papaya and just feel like, oh, this is yeah. what New Yorkers do. It's like, no, that's what every fucking tourist does. Yeah. Just get drunk and walk around <laughs> as a kid. Um, so, so we got big questions only. So again, for the podcast, we're trying to figure out how do we, how do we do this whole guest thing? Yeah. And so basically I think what we're just, we're, we're, what we're doing is what we're doing. We're just going to shoot the it. shit. This is it. And then we'll kind of, at some point, like sort of get into some sense of like what's going on in the world of design. But like, for sure, I think it's more fun to ask you questions because we have, we have a bunch of them. Kevin, oh, yeah. hit them I've got more. a question. Yeah, oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So this one's kind of off the cuff, if you will. I've noticed that you, your cuffs on your shirts, your pants, your beanies, <laughs> they're crazy. How do you do it? The cuffs on my shirts, my pants, and my beanies. They go absolutely crazy. They're wow. so crisp. Wow. They're clean. Oh, and they oh. stay there. Yeah. How do you Yeah. Do, do you well, do? Um, I have to, well, let's see. My beanies, I, t- I actually do a lot of adjustment and constant adjustment during the course of the day. So okay. I'm always like just making sure that the cuff of my beanie is like very tight. Okay. And then also I do have one of those, uh, those small beanies, those thin beanies where the cuff is built in, mm. where it's like essentially sewn into the Ooh, apparel. Okay. And then for my shirts, I'm always constantly readjusting. Okay. I did not cuff my shirt today because I left my office because I was slightly sweaty. Mm-hmm. And I, this is a shirt that I have in my office. 
So I am not cuffed today, but my pants are, are cuffed. But I have been lately trying to um, do like a looser pant, but it just feels like it's not my mm. energy. Yeah. yeah. You know, I want to. I wore some baggy pants the other day. And, you know, again, you and I grew up in baggy pants. Yes. Sort of. Times. And it's cool. Now it's cool. And it's back. And you're like, okay, I want to get back in. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I want to jump back into the jam. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's, and, if, it's, if it's a bear market, let's, yeah. yeah. And or if I, it's a bull market, wait, which I, one? I got to say, it didn't feel, it didn't feel great. You looked so fucking good yesterday when you wore them, though. People said, oh, see? People were like, yo, the, you look cool. And I was just like wearing like big, flowy cargo pants. They were huge. They were. <laughs> so here's the fun fact behind those pants. I went to like a 90s, 2000s like birthday party. Okay. You know, like uh, you know, something that the uh, the 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 uh, Gen Zs are doing. Yeah, they do ironically. Yes. Whereas, like me and Alex would probably go like very yeah. like genuinely. Well, I mean, I <laughs> and was I, like, like shed an internal tear. <laughs> but so I was like, okay, this is my chance to put on you know uh, puka shell necklace and uh, you know sort of baggy pants, oh just my like gosh. just like I did in the uh, early Are you part 2000s? of like the the flipper show from like with Jessica Alba from the nineties with the puka shell. <laughs> that is, that, I'm not familiar with the program. That's how. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but that sounds like a deep cut. That does. Yeah, sound that's like, deep like maybe too deep. Jessica Alba is deeply nineties, <laughs> like. Uh, oh yeah, she's deep nineties. Yeah, she she made a lot of money, I guess, and then just honest company and just was like. Oh yeah. Oh, not. she's back on TV though. Is she? Yeah, she's on a show that's actually part of the Bad Boys verse. Okay. Her and Gabrielle Union play partners in L.A. It's wow. called L.A.'s Finest. Speaking of TV, uh, how much how much TV are you watching a week, and how much of it is like I gotta watch this television for my job oh ooh, that's a really good question you know when i moved to digital i started watching more co- youtube Got it. because like for d- us our definition of digital or at least most of my workflow that re- applies to digital applies to uh content creation and content publishing on on multi-platform so cool. a lot of youtube delivery um instagram facebook um tiktok um snapchat and um, when we work within like a product, like digital product, like within a UX UI space, it's more alongside informing or working with like a lot of partners that are those experts so that we, when we come to the table, we're really more talking about um, our representation of core branding in those spaces. So then when we deliver, so like something, let's say like Sneaker Wars, which is a show on YouTube that I, I yeah. pitched and, and, you know, saw the realization of yep. and also help cast and do the whole thing. It's great. Yeah. That was like, oh, you know, I watch a lot of uh, competition and cooking shows. So um, help maybe I can inform here. So something like that, I will try to educate myself. Um, but when it comes to just like pleasure TV or like normal TV, yeah. oh, um, <laughs> I, I do a lot of passive television watching by virtue of my partner. Yep. <laughs> so a, lo- a lot of uh, love and hip hop in the house. Okay. Well, but also shout out to the brand because they're part of the brand. Also a lot of uh, Kardashians actually. Okay. And um, we do... Mutually love uh, MTV's The Challenge, currently entering uh, okay. season thirty-seven. I yep. will watch that for work. Okay, and uh, but other than that, a lot of Marvel programs. I'm a Marvel Marvel head for mm-hmm. sure. And let's see, anything else? Oh, Rick and Morty. Um, Have and- you heard Soldier Boy's new song? No. Oh, for was it to celebrate his thirty-first birthday? <laughs> It's called it's Rick called, and Morty. It's called Rick and Morty. Uh, oh, is it really? Yeah, Kevin played it for me. It's a big TikTok thing. Apparently, uh, Kevin uh, is on the is on that. Oh, let's go. Let's um, go for the TT. Can I just quickly uh, ask you a quick question? Yeah. That uh, popped up while you're talking. Yeah. So it sounds like you're very much in sort of the digital landscape, sort of YouTube shows, you know, MTV, Snapchat, properties. Yeah. Um, Kevin and I have a program here. It's called Front and Center. Yes. Um, featuring Alex Center and Kevin Front. Yes, that's right. <laughs> 
You think we can get a show on? I mean, there's got to be some network, some uh, one of these properties that uh, you know. Again, just is listener. They're content, uh, winking for, at each other. It's looking for design content. Um, they're it, winking at it, each other and kicking me under the desk. It's an untapped. Proper, <laughs> it's an untapped market. Um, our numbers are through the roof. So uh, if you want, it, Kevin and I, we can put together a deck and we can set it. Yep. To, okay. Yep. Oh, um, we've got ideas. We got we got lots of ideas. And, if anyone uh, can produce shows from and, the modern era. Yes, yeah, it's these guys. It's these guys. It's and uh, we I've never been more sure of anything in my life. Yeah. <laughs> we can guarantee they're going to be digital. That's it. That's a, that's there you a, go. a shameless plug. Okay, but yeah, you're watching all the shows. You're watching Jersey Shore. You're watching The Hills. Oh, actually, uh, Jersey Shore. Yeah, Jersey Shore. So Snooki's back, which is dope. Yeah. She, um, uh, how much money do you have to pay her to get Snooki um, back? I have no idea. I found out at the same time everyone else did. Okay. So um, <laughs> another one of my hot questions here on the, on the, on the yeah. list here. So... Uh, which of these reality shows, uh, you mentioned a bunch of them, uh, people uh, in your phone that you can call? Any of them? <laughs> can we call Snooki? Johnny Bananas? Who do we got? No, no, you, no we couldn't. I've, I've met some of them, yeah. but I have, no, I have none of them I speak about. Like, I've met Snooki. Yeah. I've I met I imagine no, they Paulie come around, D, right, met, a little bit? I've met Vinny Guadagnino. Um, yes. I, yeah, no, I, have, I don't know any of them like human beings. No. I do not. I know people that do, like photographers, as well as people that have, like, like within my space, when I've been on set, like when yeah. the space of creative direction, I actually my uh, my prerogative is to kind of like take a step back and allow like uh, a, the photographer to be the main conduit of information and just like kind of like step in in the day. Unless someone really wants to be my friend, then I'm like that's cool. <laughs> then we're friends. Uh, but I've also uh, yeah, it's just not my my energy. But I do like to shake hands and kind of be in the scene though. Uh, what is that event uh, where they sort of show like upfronts? Is that what it's called? Up where fronts, they do yeah. sort of like they show some of the like new to advertisers yes. and sort of like uh people in the biz yep. like what mtv's got going on it's like I, a whole season i went to one of those ones oh really for what yeah for mtv 2014 probably <laughs> right around this what was the what was the <clears throat> slate uh, looking like back all then? the jersey shore members were there it was prime jersey shore territory oh wow and at some point they were like brought out on stage oh i bet they were to be like these are them <laughs> you know sort of look at them and then they look like sort them. of had to go around and sort of like you know sort of kiss babies and uh sure. shake hands and you know past hors d'oeuvres uh, you know probably in you know sort of like uh, what did the room Times what was Square. the reception of the room was it like comic-con when they introduced like here's the cast of the eternals no it was more of it was more of a party vibe you know it was more of like a you know sort of lots of food stations like definitely right. sort of like people hobnobbing and sort of just like you know uh get money I think is oh, the there point go. of those things, right? Like, is MTV is like, hey, we need advertisers, we need, right. you know, Coke and you know, vitamin <laughs> water to like, oh yeah, the brand, yeah, 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 like brand. So I got invited to one of them. <laughs> you meant something like, else? No, no, that also probably happens there. But like, <laughs> I was, uh, I was there just to like eat like sliders and stuff. Oh, awesome! Yeah. I, mean, oh, was, I love was, sliders. Pretty sick. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, sick. Uh, sick sliders. Sick. So uh, no, no relationships with uh, no long lasting MTV relationships. <laughs> no, yeah. How I wish. There, you said? Uh, four and a half years. Four and a half. No, years. no, no. Four. Yeah, coming up on four and a half. And before that, I was at two years at Nike over in Oregon. So yeah, do you want to uh, tell uh, Kevin like sort of uh, some of your illustrious uh, previous lives in, in as a creative professional? Oh yeah, for sure. So I was at Nike. I worked in their product team, uh, designing sneakers for two years. Like a really amazing team. So it was kind of cool. Like uh, they, they flew me out to Nike, and uh, you know I've always been a sneakerhead. Uh, but and 
before that actually, so it's 2015. So it's a cool thing. So uh, I um, I'm trained as an illustrator. So I, I graduated from um, SVA with an MFA in illustration in 2009, and then I just kind of worked my way around the industry as kind of like a freelance art director, creative director, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But at the same time, I was always doing editorial for Slam Magazine. Um, so I've had a really good relationship with them for years, like basketball and stuff, like high energy, like kid stuff. Um, and then also just uh, showing up to work uh, during the day, w- whether it was uh, I did two years in Broadway. Uh, you know, I, I got to uh, be on set with uh, Cicely Tyson, like, you know, give art direction to Cicely Tyson on set, which is wild. We're talking literally standing on a stage after she had done a show in her Tony award winning uh, production of trip to bountiful. Okay. Um, and I, she went through a photo shoot to celebrate, um, the campaign of her winning the Tony. Right. So I had to speak to, uh, to the photographer who had to talk to the director to talk to Cicely. So I had to talk to two people in order to talk to the talent when Cicely Tyson was the same distance from me to that air conditioner. <laughs> it wow. was so wild. Um, so did a couple of years there. Also worked at uh, NBC Universal, helped launch BravoTV.com um, over the course of a summer, um, and then went to Momentum, um, which is part of the McCann Group. Did experiential design. advertising, yeah. So, but I've always like dabbled. But then I did an extended run at Momentum. Almost took a full time job there, to be honest. Um, shout out to that team. Did a bunch of murals in their current space downtown, and I worked at American Express, Verizon, Go ninety, Whoa. and also Espelon Tequila. And that's one, yeah, and then at, also I was doing the front cover of Double XL's freshman class that year. With, with I've seen that. Yep, I've with Fetty Wap, Dej Loaf, <clears throat> Vince Staples, Kid Kid, Gold Link, OG Mako, I mean all those peeps. And then that's when Nike came calling. They were like, "Hey, Rich, you want to work on some sneakers over Nike?" Then I moved, um, and then got to work on um, uh, let's see for in their young athletes category, which is dope because it's like cool kids looking cool. Yeah. Um, like I got to work on LeBron's, Kyrie Irving's, <laughs> going to some topics today, and uh, Kevin Durant's, Paul George's during the beginning of his line. And let's see, Foam Posits also designed the um, the Lil Penny Foam Posit 1 Oof. in 2017, which actually Hypebeast Kids called the number one kid shoe 2017. Damn. Yeah. And um, yeah. And also, I can say that uh, in 2015, 2016, I was, I was one of the first people on campus, not to uh, toot my own horn, even though I will, uh, to rock a huge reverse swoosh pre-Travis Scott. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so... So you've uh, done a little bit of everything. You've really done, like, sneakers, fashion, yeah, uh, music a little bit. Yeah. You've done bit. illustration, obviously, all over the place. Yeah, I've got a couple Broadway, of interesting projects, too. Television. Yeah. Anything you haven't done? Any 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 territories you're like, I really uh, you know, wanna wanna scratch this itch? Um, you know, you know, interestingly enough, and I was thinking about this today, I'm not really well versed in like packaging, actually. Wow. <laughs> and also I'm a really bad uh 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 gauge of what's good in uh food and beverage. Okay. I was I, I was actively thinking about it because I, I eat terribly. Oh okay. and and like a lot of my my eating habits are based <clears throat> in like um, a lot of trash food or like whey protein or like just oatmeal. I eat the same shit every day. Whoa. What and, are we eating every day? Uh, I'll wake up and I'll have a uh, whey protein shake and then I'll go to the gym. And I'm, I usually work out about six days a week right now, I think. Damn. Damn. First thing in the morning. Six days a it week. It looks like it. I can, yeah. I can tell. <laughs> I, uh, listener, <laughs> like, take that with a grain of salt. I like how it says listener. <laughs> <laughs> you can help me have fun. <laughs> 
I love that. Yeah, that, that was a good. That was a good take that with a grain of salt. Like, if anything, I just feel I'm just trying to be fit right now. Just get my summer body back because my pandemic body was not doing it for me personally. Mm. And then um, I that's, that's my problem. Too, <laughs> body. Yeah, my pandemic body's off the rails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all look fucking fantastic. <laughs> Kevin and I. And Kevin and I have a uh, we have a similar attitude on food, uh, which is we like to eat it. <laughs> that's true, right? Yep. Yeah, I'm on the seafood diet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. so you're trying to, so you're trying to work in food to better understand food. You're trying to, or I just, I just know it's a gap in my knowledge. Got like, it. Well, uh, yeah. We're hiring. Yeah, I was so. gonna say, oh, yeah, Richard, you're trying to get a job here. You could sit right there at that desk or this desk. I, I was going to say, it's just like if we could, you we know, got a lot of open job interview afterward. I'm down. Hell yeah. Um, I don't even think you need to interview. I think you just have it. Yeah, you just got it. Congratulations. I've been through your website several times. Yeah, 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 you, yeah, you've yeah. never missed. Yeah. You've never missed one time. <laughs> never missed one fucking time. Boom. There you go. Um, I mean, listen. So here's so here's we got uh, we got some some advice. How long is can, yeah? Oh yeah. How, how long, long can how, this podcast be? Can it be like straight up Joe Rogan style? We just go like five hours. <laughs> it really goes for as long as Kevin can deal with editing. Is really the challenge. So in the in the whenever first, the batteries run out. Yeah. Uh, at the beginning, Kevin was like, we can't do more than an hour i was like why not podcasts are typically like an hour and he's like well then i just have to edit it and it takes a long time <laughs> you know how long like, it takes it takes a long I time yeah i know yeah I bet yeah you know. yeah so but we're getting better this is episode 14 right yeah we are right. actually getting much better like talking and like there's less oh and self-editing yes yes there's less like ums and likes which i say on every sentence so here's the question rich after all these things you've done in your career why not go in front of the camera pull mm. a fucking andy cohen Oh, yeah. And just go from like MTV Viacom entertainment executive and go to front of the house, front of screen. Yeah. MTV hosting. That's a good question. I oh, I don't know. I mean, I've actually been on on screen at MTV. You have? Yeah. I did an on-air segment in the TRL studios when I did a Nike release for my first gen 270 collabs. Okay. And that was with a uh, shout out to Kevin Kenny, the host of Fresh Out Fridays and also our live stream. He's dope. Um, and also I, I hosted a, I did a first gen uh, segment that lived on our YouTube. That's so right. I've done a little bit of that too. And I'm, you know, I don't know. You it's like just not my scenes guy. I no, I like actually leaning really hard into my skill set. Okay. And the on air thing, I know I've seen how much work goes into that. That's not easy either. And no, like and like no. the the landmines associated with being in front of camera on it's a hard. consistent basis. Yeah, it's it's tough. This it, was Kevin's question. And it actually in the note says here, it says, feel like you have impeccable bone structure. Why don't you get your own? <laughs> and that was show? a personal note, Alex. <laughs> that was and personal. Then, and then he had a, a recommendation because Kevin is a bit of a writer. That's actually his uh, title. I do here. a little bit of writing. Oh, he, he, yeah, yeah. he writes yeah, yeah. here. I've heard, you ready? I've heard. I've heard. <laughs> too hot to handle. That's the name of the that's his uh, That's a show on Netflix. Yeah, no, but we oh. it's T U with like Rich. Oh too. yeah, like your name. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, a spin off on that other show. <laughs> Yo, I'm down. Yeah. Too hot to handle. Wait, what will we talk about? Can we can we workshop that? Like, what know. would the show be? Well, the show's on MTV, so it has to talk about ridiculousness because that's on the <laughs> show that's on. MTV. I oh, think I think you would talk about it's commentary about ridiculousness. I think you would just commentary about everything. I think you would talk about sneakers and um, yeah. well, fashion has culture. That show. No, but like yeah. I think you would like. Oh, got it, got it, got it. It's be like, like I don't know. Complex. This type, is a, this is a very very beat. much half baked idea. Yeah. No, I would love that idea. Yeah. Yeah. We well, don't have any just other. Give me a producer that. credit, and you can have the name. Boom! Oh, wow. What if we actually sold that to Complex? I know. I'm, I, I know that I'm like come, going out of pocket with Viacom CBS. But what happens there? Wow! You're like a your con- convergence culture. Like that's like like what Complex is. That's, is that what is that what they market themselves at? I believe so. Really? Yeah. I mean, that's like the intersection of like music and fashion and yeah, hip hop yeah, and yeah. 
dance battles, all the things that you do, Rich. So you're like, you know, like the fact that you haven't worked at Complex at some point feels 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 like they're fucking up. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I co-sign on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I Actually, you know what? I will say, though, that right after Sneaker Wars, mm-hmm. um, there were two ripoffs of Sneaker Wars. One by uh, Game Time. Okay. And, uh, oh, Overtime. It was called Paint Wars. It came out immediately afterwards. Yeah. And the same format. Uh, And then also uh, there was a sneaker battle. Mm. Sneaker battle on Complex, which is more of like a collection battle. Uh, Who's got the better collection? Who has a better collection? Which I I would actually admit, like, oh, that's a great format because it just feeds that particular beast and also good pandemic. It's like versus, but like. Look at my sneakers. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah, like, oh, yeah. you have the uh, the Atmos Air Max ones. Well, I have the yeah. the, the DQM Bacon Nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what would happen on that show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like nerd shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nerd shit. But your concept for your show was sneaker like designers, right? People that do like customs. Is that was the concept? Oh yeah, it was essentially taking so sneaker wars, um, and we did we did season one like literally right before the pandemic. I remember, yeah. I. I flew out to LA in January of 2019. Um, and then we went live in, I think, February, March. It was like a fast edit because it's short form, you know, like all those episodes are like 10 minutes each. We shot six episodes in a weekend um, with Conceited uh, from Wild and Out uh, and also known sneakerhead, known quantity in the space, um, Brittany Elena and also Sean Witherspoon, who also had the mm-hmm. 97 ones, yeah. uh, one of the biggest um, collaborations that, you know, Nike's ever had. So, and also, Sick. I was so stoked to get Sean. Um, so we quarterai uh, Air Maxes, quarterai Air Maxes. There you go. Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, know, I, I know a little bit of sneakers. Yeah, there I, got, go. I got a, I got a couple pairs of Yeezys in the closet. <laughs> it was Yeezy Day the other day. I mean, I'm never breaking them out. <laughs> they're they're worth like seven grand. I look at them. Oh, like, let's talk about it. What yeah, are they? Yeah, they're the ones. Just wear them. The Nike. If you're not going to sell them. Just Yeezy. wear them, Alex. Come on. Oh, get the hell out of here! You have those. Yeah. How'd I got, you get those? I, I bought them. You wow aftermarket or you bought them at the time? I bought them at the time aftermarket. And I paid like probably like five hundred dollars for them. My Is wife, it the, the ones? The, show me these. Oh yeah. yeah. And I just thought they were fucking sick. Classic. Sheesh. And they just sit in my fucking closet and Very I never sheesh. wear them. Come on, wear them. <clears throat> what shoe size are you? Thirteen. Oh wow. So yeah, I mean that's. I gotta say my sneaker like uh, collection and sort of like um, uh, phase, I guess, like was pretty hard for a number of years, and I've kind of. Uh, I, I basically just started wearing New Balances pretty much religiously, and I just, I don't know. I've fallen a little bit Pre, out of love. Before they were a client of yours? Uh, Pre-client? Before, and then specifically, after, you know, right. basically ever since. But like... They're having a moment right now. Yeah. I, I got those them, 550s. Those 550s are dope. The, the like, uh, Ame ones? Yeah. The, I have a non-Ame pair. Okay. But yeah. I do like those 550s. They they fit like a brick, though. I wore them at the Flying Lotus concert last week, and I was like, damn, like my feet are Yeah, they look cool, me. but they look kind of like, yeah, they look chunky. Yeah. Well, if you take out the insole and you like tap on the inside, it's like plywood. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, oh, y'all need some padding? Well, we got some two-by-fours over there. <laughs> Put a shoe around That's not it. That's why I wear New Balances, though. I wear them for the com- like for the. Oh, of course, so yeah. those look like those nine nineties are popping off. Yeah, and they're just like just basically, you know, they're they're dad shoe because they are, uh, you know, comfortable. That's why dads wear shoes. Of course, I think. More yeah. Than Kevin Hot just, take on the shoesy. Kevin just looked literally underneath this the, the table to see what sneakers I was wearing. I'm wearing <laughs> rubber Birkenstocks. There you go, Kevin. <laughs> uh, 
I, which is like, you know, I, I, I guess the pandemic, has, I've gone from like, you know, you know, 10 years of sneaker collecting to like yeah. 990s to just rubber Birkenstocks. Like Dude. I basically just, I've given up on caring what's on. I, I feel you. Like I started and Ali will get me on this. Like I started like just accumulating a collection of Crocs. So I, okay. I let's started, go. I started leaning into Crocs and I have a pair of all white Crocs. Also, a pair of uh, uh, Chinatown Market Crocs, although those were given to me. I have to admit, those are gifted yes, to me. Yeah. And then a pair of uh, also uh, Croc sliders. And also leaned into Merrill Hydromox. I have two pair of oh, Merrill Hydromox. You got any gibbets? I do have a couple bags of gibbets, yeah. But then I've a couple since bags? Re- a couple bags. But I since removed the gibbets because I was like, oh, wait, gibbets are done. So I just started going clean nah, with my dude, Crocs. Fucking gi- I, know, gibbets, well, huh? I know, but yeah, but you're. But the your Chinatown Market uh, ones, is energy. that what you said? Those, those are. Is that? Did you say that, or did I just? I did, yeah. Out? Yeah, those are crazy. Those, those are crazy. They have crazy gibbets on those, right? They have yeah built-in gibbets, which are like the rock climbing style gibbets, oh, and also one crazy. of the few non-Nike pairs that LeBron wore in the Ooh. bubble. I did remember that he wore that full Grateful Dead. I know. Fit, and you're just like, there's no chance that LeBron no fucking James way that you care could name <laughs> one Grateful Dead song. I know. Let alone exactly three or four. Maybe should we? Try to do that thing that like some design podcasts do, where they're like, "Do you have, do you have a fundamental advice for the kids out there looking to get a job at MTV?" Or oh yeah, rich too, or trying trying to uh, say I'm out there and I'm I'm at college and I'm trying to be rich too. I'm trying to go down this pathway of yeah. entertainment and sneakers, yeah, and, uh, illustration and design and advertising. He's done it all. Yeah. What uh, do you, what do you, what do you tell to the to the kids? I would say that in terms of just. You know, having a good conversation with any leader in the creative industry, I would put count you there as well. Like uh, Kevin Jury's out, so we'll see what what your life is going to turn out into. I'm working on but, it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, He's a work was, in progress. Boom. So Doing great. I would say for anyone that wants to get in the room with any sort of creative leader that's had that's worth their salt in the creative industry, well, one, just you know, just be confident in yourself and like know what know what you want. I think like assertiveness in the room is is key. Um, I mean, I've hired people that have potentially been less skilled um walking in the door than some other candidates but just because they were assertive and they knew what they want they could actually like level set expectations i was like oh i think you're just going to do well in this environment because this environment is tough you know um and then i would also say that uh if you if you want to specifically work at mtv um and within the design space like have a good understanding of of branding and also um you know where where core branding lives within uh within multi-platform as well as like irl and experiential spaces and on linear have an eye for the content and if you want to get a very specific role um within like a design um like say motion space um know how to drive to tune in and also have a good working knowledge of dynamic typography so oh. that you can like you know so the work that you do and part of your output actually does business because i think a lot of the really super qualified candidates that come through the door um lack in their portfolio and their understanding is like how does their understanding of design actually uh, fundamentally help the business shit no he just dropped some fucking real knowledge yeah i uh, was not expecting that to be honest. Oh. <laughs> not that i didn't think you had knowledge i just didn't expect you to drop it so hard oh boom, um, there you go you got any yeah. advice for anybody trying to get on a reality show uh yeah i would say depending on what reality show be between the ages of uh 18 to 30 24 <laughs> yes yeah yeah, 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 yeah. kevin kevin your reality show window is closing but i i mean this is a guy that could help you maybe potentially become, <laughs> become the next johnny bananas boom uh and then uh i would also just say 
be aware of the uh, the New York casting sites because casting happens all literally all the time. Wow. Yeah. So just be uh, you can get on those lists and then you don't have to be part of SAG. You can actually just be um, of a certain uh, age group, which is, um, you know, the, a lot of that is um, up to uh, casters and, you know, reality TV gets, gets cast all the time because it's cheap to make. And also not to saying the content is, itself is cheap, but it is less expensive than other pieces of content to make. You can make it in chunks. What? And also, you know, very, uh, very uh, efficiently. You also forgot you have to be incredibly good looking. That's also uh, an important <laughs> for some shows, not, not all the time. Actually, you hey, know it's twenty twenty one. Things are opening up. I take that back. You do not uh, you used to have to be incredibly good. Looking. Yo, yeah, you yeah. used to have to be like Maybe TV uh, hot. Yeah, TV hot, yeah. but generic hot. Yeah, generic TV hot. Uh, so let's get, let's get into the topics. I'm going to be honest, uh, Rich. Uh, last week we had fire topics. We had like a million things to talk about. Don't don't neg the topics. What are you okay. doing? Okay, so cut this out. Rich, <laughs> let's get into the topics. We got a lot of great stuff to talk about this We've week. We've got a couple good things to talk let's about. Let's go for yeah, it. So the first one um, is a rebrand. Uh, I don't even know if I can call it a rebrand as much as I can call it a refresh. Oh, or yeah. A spruce up. Uh, it's for a brand called Yelp. Uh, Yelp is a, a, a brand and business that everyone uh, pretty much should know about and everyone does know about. It uh, provides... Uh, Business information, photos, and reviews. A one-stop local platform for consumers to discover, connect, and transact with local businesses of all sizes by making it easy to request a quote, join a waitlist, make a reservation, appointment, or purchase. That's from Yelp. And uh, I got to say, this rebrand or refresh of Yelp is pretty much nothing it just kind of like they they are you they, talking about? it's better they 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 cleaned it, it up yeah it's slightly better it's like it's, a cleanup job for it, sure it's slightly better but it makes me think is yelp one of the worst designed brands for a thing that like is used the most in mm. modern day because that's a, that's an interesting take yeah that is interesting because take. yelp is it's one of those brands that like we all use it yeah. right we all are constantly going on yelp and um, you know, didn't need much more than this. I question. I just wonder if you could turn Yelp into something better, cooler, right. or is it just always going to be Yelp and it's always going well, it to be something? It doesn't need to be better and cooler because it's just a platform for people to bitch. <laughs> yes, but like, could you make Yelp cool? Is, is yeah, kind of my you question. Could, but why would they? They did this in house. They don't give a shit about their brand. Can you hear the way that he said they did it in house? To, like that was the thing that like uh, so much of my a, career. There was a smidge, a smidge, a smidge. There was a smidge of like but they did it in house. I was talking. They did it in house at Yelp. Uh, Kevin, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like I, my my a lot of my career was trying to prove people like job. you wrong. I also said they did a good. Okay, job. Kevin, tell, uh, Rich, sorry, go. Yeah. No, I will say that I think that the yeah, it's a little underwhelming. But I think that the in house Yelp design team was probably really entrenched in like you know excelling in product design and UX UI. I think that's probably what they're really trying to push, right? They didn't have a probably, lot of opportunity, it seems like, like here, to like right? make much of a change. Right. Um, I do think the type is better. I do think like... Um, it's a little it, herky-jerky. Like None of the letter forms feel like they should sit next to each other, right? except the Y and the E, like yay. They all feel like super different. It feels like alphabet soup, but without the soup. I feel that. Are they saying that this stroke... This white stroke plus the thin black stroke was that a part of was that the logo before? I can't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it is a little bit of like a that's hoarder. That's kind of nuts. Yeah, 
Like they did do a bit of a cleanup job. Yeah, I mean, I also don't know, like, what is that star? Like, what is that? I know. Mean? I was thinking that. Like, I was thinking about it, like, like the Walmart logo, like yeah. the burst next to the Walmart logo, because that equals like the six tenants of like good business or something. Oh, shit, really? Damn. Yeah. But like, as a person, I think Walmart. I hear Walmart and I see Walmart, like the logo mark in the interior. When I see Yelp, I don't think the burst, but I think that they could have just simplified it at least from an app icon space, just like no burst, just say Yelp. Like, why? Facts. Yeah, I mean, that mark. I mean, I got to say, though, there's a part of me that, like, does recognize whatever that weird... It's like, uh, it symbolizes advice and recommendations. They, they stem from what one world? point. Oh, <laughs> is that it? People converging on this thing? Hey, that's just what I'm reading. I, I, didn't, read like I didn't read thing, it all, like, but... Like plates. <laughs> like people sharing food. I yeah. think it's about sharing. Yeah, I mean, there's some pretty... That's some pretty loose logic here about information <laughs> being spread. Yeah. Like it just it, it just looks like a like a flower of some sorts and yeah. one of them is being pulled. Um or is that the yelper? <clears throat> is that the that's a squeaky wheel that wants the oil? I do think I um, unclear. I do think I reckon like recognize it as Yelp. Like I think if you put that up and we're just like, what is this mark of what is this of what brand to me? On red, I would probably be like, I think that's the Yelp yeah. mark. And I think that's probably why they can't change it or get rid of it, even though that would be obviously like probably a good decision. I think you could probably right. just be Yelp. But I think that mark is pretty iconic, and they probably use it on the app yes. uh, icon. Can I, can I tell you my favorite part here? Yes. Kevin, can you scroll down to the icon construction? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. Because, I mean, you get into the icons, you get into the colors. This is a slide that I'm really loving. <laughs> so for those people that are not looking, it is a, you know, sort of a, um, when you roll out a rebrand, you got to give some behind the scenes information uh, so that Armin has more things to post about, sort of give people a little bit of the, uh, you know, the behind the scenes of, of the design sort of uh, construction process so that you didn't just do, you know, just didn't just pick another typeface and, you know, sort of shift the colors just a little bit. You got to give some rationale. Um, you know, behind sort of the, the the changes made, and so this icon literally has like a deconstructed side angle uh, chart, a, a graphic, I guess, a diagram of how they created this Yelp mark. Um, I can only describe it as like what it looks like when you sort of uh, pull a sandwich apart. You well, know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, a burger. It's, ex it's an exploded view. It's yeah, ex there you go. It, it's an exploded view of the Yelp mark. And at the bottom is the background, which is red. Then there's another layer, which provides depth. depth. Another depth. layer, which provides gloss. And then the icon in the foreground. And uh, that's the type of design rationale that I love. Yeah, there's a there's terminology that we're that we're missing here, like specifically when it comes to like that usage of gradient for like slight dimensionality. I forgot the term. I was actually just trying to look it up here. It's like very complicated and annoying. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Gaussian it, is that the word you're looking for? What? I've never understood what that what that word was. Oh, Gaussian. Yeah, what's that word? Uh, I, isn't that just like a type of blur, but like a constrained blur within um within a hard edge? Isn't that what it is? Am I wrong in thinking I'm, that? I'm looking it up. I have no idea. Uh, no, I have no idea. Either. It's a type of blur. Yeah. It's a type of word that you see on Photoshop for yeah. 15 years, and uh, I've never bothered to look it up. Totally, it, it go blur. It, I don't. I don't understand for the icons like the the drop shadow, the gradiated drop shadow that would that is so subtle. It's fucking me up. Yeah, a little bit, right? Because I feel like did I scratch my cornea? Did, <laughs> 
Which it, where, where are we looking at? Do I need to adjust my contacts? Oh, those. Right here. Yeah, they look blurry, but yeah. like inside, but at, like on the but, outside, but too. also on the outside. Yeah, yeah, they have a glow to them. Yeah, which a subtle glow is never a good move. An outer glow is a terrible move all times, unless it's like some. Yeah, unless right. Yeah, unless you're really going for it. This these icons are, are, are a head scratcher. I think is what uh, you know. Uh, is I think, I think is the the team take? Yeah, someone someone said that, uh, uh, or Armin's point was that the app icons are weirdly fuzzy. Yep, yep. I mean, we basically just the podcasters also agreeing with what he says ninety percent <laughs> of the time, because um, he, he 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 you know he gets it right. Yeah, or he gets it. He has a good take. Um, but this yeah. mark, um, the gradient is weird, and the logo is incrementally better, and uh, oh, a composite icon before and after comparison can we can we, we take at? a look at that one uh scroll up kevin yep keep scrolling oh no i think nope keep going keep oh, going oh. uh this one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the logic of the rebalance here i was like oh wow they really have to show that yeah i mean i guess they made it slightly more balanced i don't know if the old one hey i guess you know what maybe the old one did look a little funky if you yeah. look if you scroll up a little bit you'll see the before and after logo I, animation so i cannot tell a difference yeah no in the in this burst mark yeah so um you know good job but like you know sort of a i just question what they're basing the balance on light light pad on the bat uh, on the back here for yeah. yelp the in-house team shout out to in-house teams all over the country um, yeah 100 you know. uh yeah, rich sorry, and i sorry for shitting on you earlier rich, uh, rich and i yeah. are here to to, to defend your honor <laughs> <laughs> but um no I mean it's honestly right it's a step in the right direction in in some ways but Agreed. it just I guess it brings up the bigger question which is like there aren't that many things in the world that like are popular that are bad design anymore in my mind like yeah. I feel like in you know you know 10 20 years ago there was like tons of things that were loved or used a lot that were like bad design or just like oh yeah they they never got around to hiring a designer right. but like the product is good and so uh you know we use it yep this is that doesn't happen as much these days. I feel it's like, like every, perfectly fine design. Yeah, I mean, it's like nothing. Everything has been like you know, every beer in the like supermarket like has like a a nice upgraded design. Like I remember when Coors Light used to look like kind of shoddy, and I was like, oh yeah, now the newest Coors Light is like you know, sort of uh, simple and clean and yeah, and, and totally. nice. Like same with Bud Light or just like every. I remember going to the supermarket at some point and just like there were some beers you're like, that's gonna change in the next like six months. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? And I think. Like, oh, but my but my natural ice though can't wait. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like you know, so, some of these, some some brands don't ever change, and that, yeah, th- you know that makes it legendary. But like, I just think it's it's rare to see a brand like Yelp that's like so prominently used in a lot of our lives. Yeah, and it for it to have a design that's just so not interesting or compelling or good or you know what I mean? Like, yeah. foundationally, like it. I feel like it's waiting for someone it's- like to just be like. Let's 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 let's. Uh, Feels let's, like it's part of the infrastructure of the way we go about like living life. To be honest, I think like this feels like. Uh, I don't know if it has to do much. I don't, I don't know. No, maybe it doesn't have to be good design. I if mean, this was a grocery store. If there's like a stop and shop, I'd be like, "Word, I'm shopping at Yelp." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kev, Kevin's right. It's also like it, it's it. You know, you're going to use it. It's going to give you the same you know information that you yeah. went to go for. It doesn't have to be a a cool batch brand. Yeah, they don't need like a. They don't need pillars. They don't need. You know, they don't need the whole rigmarole of a new brand. Yeah. They don't, they don't like, need like... It is what it is. They don't need to like do like advertising or like podcast like... That's true. They or don't. like um, you never see like a Yelp like at a home campaign. Yeah. Or like Yelp sponsored this festival. You know what I mean? They just... Yeah. You, you don't see them Yelp out. Yelp Fest. Yeah, Yelp Fest. <laughs> but like... Don't, <laughs> 
just a bunch of people going to businesses and reviewing them. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's not a bad idea, though. That actually like is restaurant good. week, but for Yelp. You know what they should have done here, Pretty which good. was it's got legs. That does have legs. They should have just opened up the comment section on Yelp for the Yelp rebrand. That's what they should have done. And just Yo, like, Yo, see if they worked with a real a solid marketer, they would. And when we're slightly riskier, that would be something. Well, but that, they don't need to because they're Yelp. That's the thing. It's like Kevin's talking, right. He's like they don't need to change, but yeah, I mean. I mean, they have a pretty big stronghold on the sort of review game. They do. Right? They've choked everybody else out. That's true. But don't you think, like, my, my point about design often is, like, if you don't care about your designer branding, like, someone will come and, like, uh, you know, create a better brand that people love, that people right. do want to, like, wear on their chest and, like, go to the festival yep. and do the same thing as you and sort of, you know, create, uh, you know, competition. And, you know, this branding, branding is, a, is a, a moat around your business sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Yelp, like no, like there, no one. The platform is the moat. Yeah, I guess so. But I just feel like there's, yeah. I mean, there's no contenders. Who contends with Yelp? Google reviews used to be Zagat. Yeah, there's a little bit of that, like you know, uh, infatuation Yelp, like uh, Zagat, like that type of sort yeah, of that like type of audience. Yeah, but it's I mean, it's not Yelp. Yelp is like I'm gonna do you know a barbershop or a thing or you know. So that's Yelp. Uh, I think it's again, it's a incremental upgrade. It looks a little bit better. It does also look a little bit bigger. Looks a little bit bigger. Um, does, yeah, no, actually, yeah. quite literally, <laughs> it actually physically looks a little bit bigger. Well, it used to be condensed, and now it's not condensed anymore. Yeah, that's true. So quite literally, I think it is bigger. Yeah, good uh, job, in-house team at Yelp. Yeah, Kevin has gotten. Yeah, he's been shamed into liking. That's uh, a supporting I in-house. Never said, I my take was that it was good. It was good for what Yelp is. Yeah. What's um, your take on in-house designers though? <laughs> I don't. I, I like in-house. I don't. I don't give a shit about <laughs> Kevin. I we're fucking no, with you. I have no beef. No Word. beef. No. The only, only beef I have is uh, he was not to be named on the pod anymore. What do you mean? You, Who's Kevin, that? Kevin, stop calling out our. Stop it. Stop it. Okay. Next topic. Bud Light Seltzer. Oh, uh, can I say who my favorite rapper is of all time? Yeah. Die line. Die yeah. line. Die line. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Has that been said here before? Yes. Oh, really? God damn. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we, we went over that. that um, I thought like you were episode two one. Weeks ago. I, oh, really? Shit. I thought you were making fun of us. Because <laughs> I. No, I thought I was being original. Really? Yeah. You made the same joke as me? Probably. That's good. Well, that's because we're both in the same age group. And we're both like super corny in our personal <laughs> time. <laughs> It's the intersection of like hip hop kids in the early 2000s and graphic design packaging. It's literally not many. <laughs> That's a great moment in podcast history. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the repeat of a repeat the, of a joke. Exactly. And now, I, now I'm I'm privy to it. I know what it is. I've well, so I've Rich, seen the reference in, on the episode front and center that uh, I made that exact same joke. Uh, I then explained to Kevin who Dylan. The from, rapper from Diddy's the band. Well, I had to explain the band to him. It was like a full twenty minute thing, so wow. we can't do it again. But Jun- yeah, Junior's. Yeah, yeah. He didn't know what it was, and yeah, he had to go to Junior's and cheesecake. Junior's cheesecake. <laughs> yeah, Diddy, aka Love. Yeah, uh, uh, on the cover of Vanity Fair this month. Yeah, well, shout out to Diddy. Shout uh, out to Diddy. You know, finally getting ripped. the praise that. Uh, <laughs> finally, finally getting the praise. Finally, he's the so money yeah, and the praise. He, yeah, finally. Next story is a uh, uh, story from the die line. Shout out to Andrew Jessica, Bud Light Seltzer. But seltzer is everywhere. Seltzer is. I heard it was dying down a little bit. I read some article that it was like finally after like three years is starting to decline just well, a little bit. What's taking place though? Ah, Hard liquor, fireball. water. <laughs> yeah, fireballs making a big comeback. <laughs> um, Jaeger, but, but yeah, boom, Jaeger bombs. But Bud Light is uh, is here to uh, to to mix uh, fall 
with flannel, with seltzer. Yep. And uh, this is a leaked, I like that that's in the title, Bud Light Seltzer Seasonal Fall Flannel Flavors Leaked. Oh, I and, bet it was leaked, yeah. And so here's the packaging for three flavors, maple pear, toasted marshmallow, pumpkin spice, and they all feature a flannel backdrop pattern on a seltzer can for pumpkin spice, for fucking apple picking season, uh, and uh, <laughs> toasted marshmallow. I'm curious and uh, what and uh, what do you guys think here? Oof, I don't like it. It's hard. It's hard to look at, to be yeah. honest. I don't like seltzer. These aren't going to taste good. Yeah. Full transparency, though. Uh, I'm a truly hard seltzer guy. So oh. yeah. And I've, I've, you know, I've, I've collaborated with Truly before. Oh man, really? brand sponsor. Yeah. Hashtag oh. sponsored. Yeah, hey. Hashtag uh, ad. Hashtag uh, yeah, Truly. Twenty one plus. That, uh, give us that money. Huh? Mm. I, mm, I think that flannel's a hard thing in general. I think it looks great in apparel when done well. Also, it's a very seasonal, like fickle thing when it comes to like a uh, fashion space. Mm. I feel that. Some, if I were to find any redeeming elements here, it'd be like the usage of the the pocket, uh, pocket placement, in order to indicate apparel. I think <laughs> indicate apparel <laughs> to indicate apparel. Um, the, uh, the the overall palette feels very fall. Some of the busier, like the green flannel, just a bit busy to me. It's yeah, I, like it. It, it, I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna take the other side here. Um, <laughs> I kind of like it. Um, okay, gotcha. So I, well, why? I, I just kind of think flannel, <laughs> never seen before on package design. I can't recall a time when I ever saw a can that had flannel on it. I buy that. I um, buy that. And I kind of, I kind of like that. It sort of does put me a little bit in that headspace of that fall feeling. I'm not so much here for the pocket on like the <laughs> like the a Ooh. fake graphic pocket on a can just feels like okay maybe trying hard we could have done the sort of like flannel like texture and again i'm this is going against everything i stand for which is like minimalism simplicity clean (laughs) like this is kind of insane that i'm even like saying that i kind of like i just i think it like I think we're talking about, I think people will sort of like, it, it, it sort of feels weird and um, new because it's like such a bizarre thing to put yeah. fashion plaid on a can. Right. So for those reasons, I like kind of like it because I feel like it's going to stand out. I feel like it's going to be weird. But then Kevin, if you go and scroll down a little bit, we get to the, um, to the, to the multi-pack. The, the very, very small image. Of the, multi-pack. the very small image of a Bud Light the Seltzer. Leaked leaked multi-pack looks like a real photo not in situ yeah yeah definitely not a mock-up <laughs> i'm gonna say something i may regret it you love this. this is your favorite piece of design of 2021 it feels racist oh, <laughs> i don't know why really? i don't know why it just feels like it feels like it's it, it it's it feels like it shouldn't shouldn't be here it just feels like it's like should wait that i feel like yeah i just feel like it's those, uh, those cans are postured in a pretty aggressive way and they almost seem to be yeah uh, they feel like they are um they're conjuring up a spirit that is not too different than a make america great again uh banner of a home i don't know why that is and it's like i shouldn't should shouldn't equate flannel with uh political beliefs and uh you know sort of those two things 
but it just makes me feel that way. And I, um, and I just had to say it cause this is a podcast and I could say those things. Um, or maybe I shouldn't say those things, but I, I just did. Uh, what if it's just said, what if it said official Bud Light, but then it misspelled official right above? <laughs> That's right. Like, That's like right. on that uh, misspelled uh, official Trump supporter card. Oh, <laughs> Maybe it's the red, maybe it's the red flannel. Maybe that's it. Like a red, you know, like the lumberjack, like the official sure. lumberjack sure. flannel yeah. has been sort of maybe hijacked in my brain. By, oh, yeah, I, I buy that. You know I, what I mean? Yeah, like, the color red has definitely like a, it's for a specific audience. You're, 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 <laughs> you're using, you're using the, 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 your palette to, you know, it just to feels, speak to who you want to speak to. It just feels like, uh, um, so let me say, like, um, let's say this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to not well, say anything offensive, Kevin. What you, would this be? Drank at the after party um, on after on January sixth. <laughs> oh <laughs> would, yeah. Would that's, this be like? Would I mean. this? Would they? Would this uh, cater the insurrection after party? Is that, that what you're saying? That's kind of what I'm saying. Like that. That <laughs> it makes me feel that way. Yeah. It has. It has insurrection celebration energy for some reason, and I just. I. I. I again, and and I don't know why that is, but it. I don't know why we also needed hay. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's the thing. It's like, it's I, fall, dude. I get it's fall, but it's like, we don't need to like, you know, I think that you just take one, you take one visual equity, which is the flannel. And you're like, okay, we're borderline going too far. We then don't need to then put a, a, a pocket on it. And then on top of that, put it in a bucket of hay and, you know, put it in uh, on the side of the package. I'm not, and then it uh, looks like there's some leaves falling. Like we, we, you know, we, 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 we got to, you know, we've, yeah, we've we've, 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 we've jumped the, the ship. memo. We've received the memo that it's fall. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We've we're clearly communicating fall here. But I think from a package design, I give it like a like a, 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 a regretfully. I'm I'm like kind of like almost maybe in more in an ironic way. I'm kind of here for it. But like you're here for the racist packaging, Alex. I just the the <laughs> it wasn't until I saw the red one that I really got uncomfortable. So I think honestly, I think it's I think it's how the cans are postured down there because. <laughs> This kind of looks like you rolled up to the party and then like these cans turned around and they're like, who do you know here? <laughs> like, these cans are like, these cans are like, do you know who my dad is? Yeah, they do have a little bit of that. Yeah. Do you know who my dad is? Yeah, they, they have that type of energy. Like, and then a big brolic like bud, yeah. like bud can like comes through <laughs> yeah. the door, just yeah. busts through like Vince McMahon's like, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. You you bring this to like a fire pit, you know what I mean? Like you don't you yeah. don't drink this at like a, uh, you know. Sorry. Well, that goes to my. I have a question. So like, yeah. who is this for? Like, if the if the hard seltzer audience um, is skews towards like, this, I don't this know. is for white. This is for white people. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but like, like college kids, like like brunchers, like you know, like like you know, women, female, uh, female, uh, you know, demographics that like to drink i mean not that it's specific to that and you it know. definitely skews i think yeah well yeah. seltzer i think overall is like uh yeah i think is is lighter for people that like want to drink alcohol but have less calories to a certain no for extent. sure but then but so then question who the fuck is this for uh i think kevin nailed it white people <laughs> um, but i think it's for it's for white women is it for white women i think it's for white men i think it's I think, for white men yeah i, I think it's for white men yeah All right. i think it's for i think they're trying to toughen up the bud light like offering yeah the seltzer offering it's it, i think it's Ugh. for the heartland and i hate this i'm gonna sound like an elitist like sort of oh, uh, coastal, coastal elite, elite baby. Yeah. but i do think this is heartland I, I get coast. heartland seltzer oh heartland i think it's a portland no heartland heartland, heartland. Like, i mean this heartland. is like this is like you know 
This is my culture. Uh, yeah. Oh, this is Ohio night, fall. Yes. Cat, it's, cat. it's a little bit cold, but not cold enough. You got a fire going and uh, got some horrible country music playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of that new bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, pumpkin, is, pumpkin spice. You know what I mean? I think uh, this is this is this, literally pumpkin. I hate Pum- yeah, I hate pumpkin PSL. spice yeah. seltzer. Totally. Which, I mean, was bound to happen. I literally saw something today. It was pumpkin spice ramen. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, wow. it's the article underneath this. Yeah. And wow, it's, what and a jump the shark. Moment. Yeah. So I think that's far, but pumpkin spice seltzer. Are we, I'm almost surprised it took us this long to get here. Yeah. Stop that's it. true. That's you right. know what I mean? So I don't, know if they, I don't know if they had the science to do this last year. Yeah. Do you the think st- White Claw scared? Is White Claw scared? No. Ah. Uh, Probably, I think because it's probably from Bud Light. They're just like, yeah, like our, like their their verticals and their demographic is so huge. Yeah. Their Venn diagram is massive. White Claw is just like, okay. yeah, but White Claw is doing like two billion cans a year or something. Oh, like, are they? Yeah, I don't know yeah, any numbers. They're doing they're, they're doing, doing just fine. fine. Yeah, okay. they 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 are still like the leader in this category. And so I think Bud Light is 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 trying to, you know, they'll they'll settle for second place probably yep. or like yep. truly is maybe in second place or like you know they'll settle for top five which is still like millions and millions and millions of dollars so right. i think this is like i i think it's just like limited edition you know sort of seltzer right. gone uh i would yeah, you know, too far but i do feel like they're gonna sell a ton of packs on people who are like oh like yeah i'm gonna try i'll, I'll try that like yeah yeah you know PSL, like love that shit. I'm also down to try it, like toasted marshmallow I seltzer. Like I kind of think, it, curiosity. Like, I don't know. I think this is like each week we talk about something we want to try on, on the podcast. If if this shows up in the in the in the corner store, I'm I'm bringing it in. We're we're trying. Go to, ahead. We're trying on the pod. Um, let's move to the next topic. Uh, Rich, I'm not gonna say it's a topic uh, just for you, but it is a topic that we uh, debated and we're like. You know, we got rich. He's a sneaker guy. We'll talk about it. So uh, the story is pretty quickly. Uh, Kyrie Irving, professional basketball player for the Brooklyn Nets, uh, superstar, uh, all-star, uh, world champion, a, a Nike athlete, has yep. had the signature Kyrie shoe for a number of years. Very popular shoe. Um, and best, bu- seller. Best, yeah. best seller. Best seller. Yeah. Those numbers. Yeah, yeah. It does which is interesting. Numbers. And I think it's be- it's probably because it's a low top, right? Well, I think it's, uh, a lot of kids like Kyrie Irving, and also you know it's the same thing with like you know food beverages. Like the the battle for sneaker dominance is really fought on the shelves. Mm. So for a while, Kyrie sat at a one twenty price point, like in direct okay. competition with um, Steph Curry. When when Steph Curry and UA were really popping off, okay. And then once his line diversified a bit, and then UA just takes a bit of a uh, a tick down, um, then uh, Kyrie I think sells for like one thirty now, and then you have the Kyrie low like one ten one eleven. Okay, there's a, there's a third Kyrie offering too, so he's really diversified as his offering at 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 like ten and and twenty dollar increments. This is why we had Rich Shit. on the pod, fucking dropping knowledge. I love it. So yeah, Kyrie has a are ve- uh, bestseller. Yeah, and I think that's probably yeah price point definitely plays a part in that. Yep. LeBron's are always kind of expensive, always kind of like yep. a high top shoe that's kind of hard to wear. Yep. But he's it, a lifestyle like yeah celebrity, and Kyrie is not, which yeah. is interesting. Yeah, yeah, it is weird that like Kyrie's not known for his like fashion. Also, really. their designs are always like out there. They're pushing the pushing the envelope on on like, the Kyrie's. Yeah, they're just, they're just doing wild shit like. 
Oh yeah. Well, I can speak a little bit about that too. So the first, so this is the Kyrie Seven. Aside from the controversy, so yeah. Let's. Well, we'll, do you want to set up? Should I set yeah, up the controversy? Up. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, Kyrie Irving um, is not feeling his new shoe. So he um, mercurial individual at best. So yes, Kyrie Irving is also known as sort of a, an eccentric and has a flat you know, earther. Flat earther, and he's he's he, he saged the arena one time, and he's yep. you know he's not afraid to say what he thinks, and I think that's kind of what makes him uh, kind of yeah, very interesting. Very yeah. interesting yeah. to yeah. me. Um, Same. He posted on Instagram, I have nothing to do with the design or marketing of the upcoming Kyrie 8. In my opinion, these are trash! Exclamation point. I have absolutely nothing to do with them! Exclamation point. Nike plans to release them without my okay, regardless of what I say, so I apologize in advance to all my sneakerheads and true supporters of the Kyrie Irving brand. That is unprecedented for an athlete. Oh, yeah. uh, Especially at Nike. To say my own signature sneaker is garbage. Yeah. And, you know, I, I worked on a few Kyrie models during the Kyrie 3 era. And a couple that they actually wore on court, specifically the, oh, there you go, um, the mac and cheeses. Oh, Kevin, clutch. So uh, the mac and cheeses. Kevin just pulled up Rich's portfolio. <laughs> and also, like, the the Band-Aid, uh, the Band-Aids as well. And also, I did a What the Story for Kyrie. And um, in my experience, he was always, like, easy to work with in that time. Um, but you know, I guess things change and relationships change. Like the the designer for the first three shoes were uh, Leo Chang. Okay. Leo Chang is uh, the design director for all of Nike basketball, so he has a, he has a oversight in terms of the entire Nike basketball offering. Also designed all of Kevin Durant's shoes for years. And then a uh, new designer, um, new new at the time, uh, Ben uh, Natan Kam. Um, he's Southeast Asian. He designed stepped in for the Kyrie four i believe and then well, heavy inspiration from the kobe crazy eights with adidas like wavy lines crazy lines like like very dramatic silhouette and also like um the really interesting um outsole geometry and attraction pattern so i but i look at these and i think jesus samira had like a great take on this story specifically yeah. where it looks exactly like every other Kyrie shoe and i'm a Kyrie fan i tend to buy like Kyrie's annually just as like a random annual purchase i'll just get a general release just to like cop it because okay buy shit for that i don't fucking need i don't even play basketball <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but yeah i mean uh, so you're saying their criticism or sorry dizamero who uh we love yes. here this is uh yeah we like to call ourselves the dizamero of design um i <laughs> love that just kidding we're way uh they're they're incredible um we wish um they said it looked like just like any other Kyrie shoe and he it just does. like and, and and they're not wrong it does um kind of just look like every other Kyrie shoe um yeah. because we have Rich and he's a actual fucking expert insider yeah. um how much like um decision making power do the athletes have and influence do they have over the process and the design of a sneaker um a surprising a uh, lot um, in terms of like the really? a- the annual stories, because I mean the stories that are pitched around like their lives and like you know their performance on court, as well as like you know their anecdotes. So uh, they have a lot of say in terms of like the 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 cadence of of the storytelling for a sneaker. Like for let's say for a Kyrie, you'll have like maybe. 20 30 40 iterations of whatever this particular model is right okay um down to like spongebobs to like just like a general release or something got it but like the original sort of design like you know going from a a seven to an eight right like like a big or a change in the construction of the shoe yeah do you guys pitch like a couple different directions or like how does that design process go um well i think well in the beginning, it was probably like very much like what's what's your 
like what uh, speaks to the performance of the athlete, the types of moves that they do. Got it. The, what the Kyrie uh, line is really good at is um, creating a uh, uh, traction pattern is a big thing mm-hmm. to, to also lean into uh, Kyrie's moves on court. And uh, he makes a lot of strong lateral moves. So you'll notice that the on the lateral side, the lateral side, the sneaker terminology, is the outward facing side of a sneaker, the medial side is the inward facing side, like by the ball of your foot, like that wraps around like significantly higher as well as on the interior side. So for quick lateral movements and stability, also there's a lot of like heel stability on that heel counter there um, and a lot of um, enclosure. So like really that's a sneaker for support. So when you wear a Kyrie, it's tight, you know? Um, just because Kyrie likes to move that way and a lot of kids like to move that way. So that you'll see like how much um, right by the toe that comes right up. So that uh, that speaks to his movements and then Kyrie will be like, cool. Or the athlete yeah. will be like, yeah, that's me. This is this vibe is me. And and Kyrie like tends to like, you know, um, you know, uh, uh, kids foods and you yeah. know, TV shows. So it, a lot of his stories tend to lean into pop culture. And Got it. Capacity. So once they start like iterating off of the core design, yeah, you know, then, he, then he's like very much involved because he's like, oh, I love this cereal. I love this. You yeah. know, but he's of. not like, yeah, he's not informing on like the geometry of a piece or like the construction of a piece. Got it. So yeah. in the beginning, it's really based on performance. Um, it's, yeah. And it's really, that's where it starts, right? You're like, okay, yeah. what, what do you look for? What do you need in a sneaker yes. to play? The game of basketball. Exactly. And then the storytelling comes um, in sort of on top of that a little bit. Yes. Yeah. I think function first, then form, and then like, you know, storytelling. So this sneaker, though, that's like the first iteration of a new design, though. So he's saying, like, I don't like the look of the sneaker. And you're saying, like, generally it's designed for his performance. Yeah. So he's like, this is trash. But it's not about the storytelling. It's just about sort of like what it looks like more so than anything. Yeah. Can we just scroll back to a couple of pictures here? Yeah. So I have a couple of things that are interesting here. Well, one, yeah. that's not Kyrie Irving's hand, right? Obviously. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> a couple of things that I, I can see these photos coming from, they look like leaks potentially from a factory from either maybe a technical developer that's physically in Vietnam or overseas or on Nike campus that's taking them as status checks okay. that they send back to the States or back to the Nike office to be like, here, is this what you're looking for? Because there's it. a lot of communication between factories and also the Nike campus. Cool. Um, or this is potentially someone on Kyrie's team that is physically holding this shoe because the relationship between Kyrie and Nike has gotten so bad that Kyrie doesn't want to show up on campus himself. So someone from his team is being like, yo, look at this. And then Kyrie's like, nah, dog. I mean, I'm just conjecturing here. No, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, but that's what I Super think interesting happening though. here. And it's interesting to sort of hear behind the process because obviously there's so I imagine the construction and design of sneakers, yeah, not an easy process. It no, takes totally. you know a, a years, I imagine. So they probably have been working on the shoe for a long time. Yeah, so how up to uh, two years? Yeah, so how how annoyed slash upset are the people inside of Nike that Kyrie is publicly, uh, you know, sort of throwing them out of the bus? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that they're pissed. Yeah, you know, and there's new leadership at Nike, like um, uh. John Donahue is the new CEO and or new ish. Uh, but, you know, Mark Parker was before him and also he came from design. So um, and Mark Parker probably knew Kyrie Irving to be like a huge earner for him. So I don't know what the relationship is with new leadership Got as it. well as Kyrie's people. And also even the diversification of Kyrie's line means that there is more oversight. And he, he says the KI 11 brand, that's his consulting company. So that's like a third party. Got it. Also involved. That's probably weighing in on those decisions not unlike 
how LeBron has Rich Paul and, you know, Clutch also in his camp. And I'm also thinking that um, the uh, the the play time that Kyrie Irving isn't playing that much. There was like there were such high expectations from this year where like the Nets were number one favored. Sure. He wasn't really getting much play time on his first year on the Nets. Then last year, KD was really coming out on top. And I don't know if kids and I'm a fan of Kyrie. I want to say that. Like, yeah. I don't know if kids are necessarily seeing him do the things he was doing three years ago. You know what I'm saying? So even sure. to warrant the the variety that his line has to offer. Yeah, I mean yep. he's he's a super interesting uh, personality, and, and also I think all the other stuff. Yeah, because I think he's like one of those guys that's like you know the things that he does. I think are like you said eccentric and sort of interesting. And right. um, I think people do like that in athletes these days, where they're like you know that sort of cookie cutter mold of like just saying the right things to you yeah. know media and camera. Like you, we've seen LeBron be pretty outspoken. Right. KD is on Twitter, you know, throwing shots all around. And I do think. We like that in, you know, sort of professional athletes, or it's certainly more commonplace these days where people are like, hey, tell us how you feel. And obviously social media plays a big part of that. Right. But I think it's pretty, um, yeah, it's a pretty tough uh, position for Nike to be in to have. It's very possible the, they're up for, he's up for new contract negotiation. He's it, also using it as leverage. That definitely is something that makes sense, right? Sort yeah. of like, yeah, behind the scenes stuff. And then uh, I just uh, saw that he did walk it back a little bit. He did. He, um, he kind of said. Because he's right, it's not fair. It's not fair to blame the designer. It's like, yeah, you know, it's a it's a job at the end of the day. Just because you're you're feeling some type of way and you want to be, and and you want to have your opinion felt. I get that. Yeah, Um, but also other people have jobs to do. It's just a a respect thing. Yeah, he has a job to do. This graphic for me, the uh, flaming dice on the tongue. This is where it really. I kind of felt felt Kyrie here because it's like, what the fuck does this have to do with Kyrie Irving and his brand? It does look immediately a little like Kmart, like or uh, what's no. I think this is cool. Uh, like fu- I would, I'd get this. I'd probably get that tattooed on my body. Oh, uh, you like, like it? Yeah. But See, like, that looks the, pretty. What, what does it have to do? I with- actually think it's an ice cube. I think the fire. I think the ice cube's <laughs> on fire, and I think it's about a fire and ice play. Damn. And I think it either leans into his his mercurial nature, or it might lean also into. Kevin Durant, um, where he's borrowed stories from Kevin Durant's line before, because Kevin Durant, we released a fire and ice story for him. Like one shoe was red, one shoe was blue. Whoa! And also KD Sevens, they did um, uh, a, a, a weatherman approach to uh, the KD, uh, the Kyrie line. So I, this might be just might just be some unique story here that he's like kind of shitting on. Hi. There you go. There you go. That, I mean, listen, we got way more information than I was I ever know, expecting. This is like this, a investigative journalist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I mean, totally. we, we, I mean, listen, I mean, uh, might be the most educational thing we've ever. We, yeah, we, we, <laughs> t- you know, we typically uh, just we shoot off the hip and make it all up in terms of what actually happened. But um, it does seem like you. Uh, I mean, it is interesting to me here, like. Uh, as someone who has worked mostly in sort of like uh, food and beverage, or you know, sort of obviously, you know, a Coke, and you know, we didn't you know i've I've never worked at nike and so i have no experience what it's like to work in sort of sneakers or um you know sort of work with professional athletes on products like this yeah and so it's super interesting to me to think about like the process in you know of course like just like any other design you know sort of uh, category industry business like you know there are people that work really hard on (laughs) products yeah totally (laughs) and then they get shit on by either people in the world but in this case by the person whose face is on the product and I got to say, that's probably, I feel like when I saw this and I heard the story, I felt for the designers and 100%. people behind the scenes being like, that's 
so probably you know it's like one of those things where it's like he's getting and i don't even want to take this stance but like nike's relationship with him is probably beneficial for both parties yeah but it's like this is one of those things that probably should have been an email and not to the entire world. Yeah, not a comment on a leaked photo. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I'd be like, yeah, you you can fire it off an email to the CEO. That's happened before. You're Kyrie athlete. Irving. Yeah, you know what I mean? That. He can do that. But he I mean, can do that. But I think you're right, though. There's probably some like posturing for like a new contract or something where he, you know, there's, and also like part of me thought like, you know, maybe he just had a bad day. You I know think what that I mean? too. Like, I, I think like the, the tone of the, the, the caption or the tweet that felt like that was a very shoot from the hip. I feel like saying this right now type of thing. Yeah. Um, so that's why know. I like Kyrie. Yeah. So I, that's also he, why I like he Kyrie Irving. Keeps it real. Yeah. He, he keeps it one hundred all the time. Kanye Irving. You know, he he kind of <laughs> has that like. Yes. You know, he just said yeah. <laughs> says what he wants. Do you see the uh, before we get out of here? Do you see the Donda like extravagant uh, show last night where he wore the fucking like Gavinci like uh, Legion of Doom uh, jacket? Uh, no, I did not. I, is it good? I, I missed it. Well, uh, we've been seeing recaps on Instagram. Yeah. So, um, I didn't watch it either. So don't worry. Um, the, uh, Kanye is the audio new is the audio different from like the first. So the album Donda, uh, supposed to, you know, was, he had the big release yep. Mercedes Benz stadium. Um, didn't, didn't put out the album that day. Right. Was like, I'm going to sleep in the stadium. There's still more work to do. There's still more work to do. I'm going to, Rent out a, a a little like closet. Yep. In the stadium to work on this album. It's coming out on August fifth. Yep. And I, I remember Kevin and I talked about it. We're just like, hey, put it out whenever you're ready. Just like set yourself a date that you can. Do you, do you think that's what he needs to do to focus? Because he's probably a guy who just yes. needs like yes. he's like just oh, lock yeah. me in the stadium, hold me to this. Yes. I'm going to take a shit ton of Adderall and just like crank. Yeah. Like, no. Is that- and like I'm focused and no one can bother me and I'm just doing this. You know, like I'm, I'm, I got to finish this, and I set myself up for another, uh, another show, yeah. another packed, sold-out stadium to play the album again. This time, he wore an even crazier jacket than the first time. I'm trying right. to pull it up so I can show it to you. And then they, um, he, they put him on sort of ro- uh, ropes, and then he ascended up to the heavens. That's literally what fucking happened. He f- was flying through the air. And the album didn't come out. <laughs> still didn't come out. The album is still not it'll, out. It'll come out as of it, as of this. It's ready. Um, as of this recording. But um, so uh, before we get out of here, uh, thank you, thank you, Rich, for being the yeah, first. Thank you so much. This is awesome. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Super, yeah. No, thank super you. Super great to have you. And uh, we could talk all day. Clearly, um, you're going to come back. Yeah. You'll be a, a recurring guest. <laughs> Um, I would love. I would actually pod, love friend that. of the pod. Friend of the pod. We have to have uh, at least uh, five to seven other people before we can have you back. <laughs> um, but we'd love to have you back. And uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see and that. and I think um, yeah, it was it was a pleasure. And uh, thank you. Yep. Likewise. Wait. Hold on. Can I plug? Yeah. Plug. plug yeah. Plug, oh, plug. sorry. Yeah. Plug your shit. Yeah. Jeez. Can I get the space? I'm just if, if 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 you've made it to this long uh, into the episode. <laughs> uh, 
Rich. Kudos to you. Yeah, shout out to you, but also Rich. Tell, them where, tell, them where, tell, tell the kids where they can uh, find you. Absolutely. No, shout out to both of you. Appreciate you. This is so dope. Uh, if you want to find me on social medias, that's Rich underscore T-U on the various social medias. And also, if you want to check out my podcast, uh, First Generation Burden, uh, we are available on all podcast um, platforms. Uh, we are currently off season, but we will be coming back soon. Just got to sort my shit out and uh, get it together. Um, and also, if you just want to see some cool work and design, just Check out rich2.com, R-I-C-H-T-U.com. And if you want to check out TV, check out um, one of the many great channels, uh, part of the Viacom CBS family and part of the MTV Entertainment Group, including MTV, VH1, CMT, Logo, Comedy Central, Pop TV, uh, TV Land, Smithsonian Channel. And Paramount Network. Yeah, drink uh, drink Russell Bourbon too. And drink and also shout out to Russell Deserve Bourbon, uh, my my life sponsor. <laughs> All right, peace. We're Thank you. Peace. Thank you, Rich. Draco. Sauce. Rick. Ricky Morty. Rick. 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 Yeah, Rick. Yeah, Rick. 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 Rick, 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 Ricky Morty, yeah. Ricky Morty, yeah. Ricky Morty, yeah. Ricky Morty, yeah. Rick, 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 Ricky Morty, Ricky Morty, Ricky Morty, Ricky Morty, Rick, 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 yeah. Yeah, Ricky Morty. Yeah. Walking in the club, it's just me and my shorty. Ay. Gripping on my two, yeah, I'm gripping on my 40. Shooting with that three, yeah, you know I'm very sporty. Balling like a sport, dunking on the court. Got this badass bitch, yeah, she going to New York. Yeah. Dropping off the top on a brand new Porsche. Porsche. Brand new Porsche, yeah, the roof got divorced. Yeah. Ricky Morty, Ricky Morty, yeah. Ricky Morty, Ricky Morty. Rick, 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 Rick and Morty. Ricky Morty, yeah, yeah. Ricky Morty, Ricky Morty, Rick, 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 Ricky Morty, Ricky Morty, Ricky Morty, Rick and Morty, Rick, 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 yeah, Rick and Morty, nigga jump on a spaceship. And I don't reach for my chain, you get hit with a cake clip. Rick, 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 Morty. Drop top, boo, got his swag on early. Shot the top in the Lambo, young nigga swerve. I'm on a whole nother planet with Rick and Morty. That's a UFO, that's a Porsche twin turbo. When I jumped out the coupe, they like, hey, big Draco. Ricky Morty, Ricky Morty, Ricky Morty, Ricky Morty. Rick, 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 Rick and Morty. Ricky Morty, Ricky Morty, Ricky Morty. Rick, 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 Rick. Rick, 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 Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty, Rick, 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 Rick,